everybody. Thank you for joining us. We are doing something new. We've been doing Bible studies, getting some things in place, setting some things in motion. And now we are launching our FaceTime with God podcast. So we're going to be coming to you on a weekly basis with new content. It'll be available in audio on all the podcasting distribution systems or, you know, venues, but also it'll be available on video. And so my purpose today is to give you a little bit of background as to why we're even doing this. Why, you know, do we need another podcast? And my answer is, Yes, we do. And I'll tell you what our purpose is. First of all, I want to say, to give you some context, that the gospel is not just for old times, but it is for all times. And so we need to be able to bring the gospel in a way that is relevant, that people get it. And we have to understand that's the whole purpose of God coming in the form of Jesus to the earth as a man. So we could what? Identify with him. So he could speak our language. So he could walk the same walk that we walk. And so it's the same. Today, when we present the gospel, it has to be presented to people in a way that they can receive it. And the other thing is, we we really have to address the elephant in the room. Okay? There is still... Unfortunately, there's still a bit of a racial divide in the church. There is still a bit of a socioeconomic divide in the church, in the mainstream church. We still have what we kind of have come to accept, what's known as black churches and white churches. And then You know, in the mix, we have your Asian churches, your Hispanic churches. But in general, it's like churches are divided based on race. Now, even in these churches, as divided as they are, I have never heard anyone preach that when we get to heaven, (laughs) heaven's going to be divided by race. Nobody believes that. But we still accept and allow a racial divide in the church. And I want to submit to you that even from that basis, then our outreach becomes divided as well. And we reach out to certain people and other people we don't quite reach out to because we don't feel like we're able to connect with them or we'll call to them or, you know, they're a little bit too much (laughs) to deal with. And I want to mention two things. Let's look at this scripture. And this is in Jeremiah 22, verse three. Thus says the Lord, execute justice. All right. And righteousness. Now let's understand what it, what does that mean? Here's what it means. Rescue the one who has been robbed from the hand of his. It's interesting. It says from the hand of his oppressor. So what kind of robbery are they talking about? The robbery of oppression. What is oppression? Pushing some people down and letting other people go free. 
That's a form of robbery. I'm just reading the scripture. It also goes on to say, and do no wrong. What, what, what would be doing wrong? What is that? What would that mean? Do no violence to the stranger. Interesting. So the first two things that came after thus says the Lord execute justice and righteousness, treating the oppressed the right way and treating the stranger the right way. People who are not like you, people who don't look like you, whose hair doesn't look like you, their style doesn't look like your style. They don't come from the same neighborhood as you. God is not pleased with that kind of imbalance. And I don't understand, you know, understand quite why, but in the church, we've just kind of become accepting of some of these barriers that we put up. I'm pausing so we can kind of absorb this. I'm just reading you the scripture and I'm telling you the truth because you know it's true, right? All you got to do is open your eyes and see that. So God is a God of justice, not just us. It's just me and the people I know. I'm going to make sure, you know, we're good. I'm going to make sure we get all the good jobs, quote unquote. I'm going to make sure we are able to move into all the good neighborhoods. I'm going to make sure that our kids get to go to all of the good schools. That's kind of what the situation is. And even in our outreach, right? So our outreach becomes colored by these long ingrained and accepted beliefs in our culture and also in our churches and in our worship. And I'm calling it out. <laughs> I'm being bold. I'm being balanced, but I'm calling it out. It's time for us to address that, right? It's time for us to look at that because the times that we're in right now, it is a lot of turmoil going on. And what the Bible said would happen is, in fact, happening. The things in the world are growing darker and darker. But the things of God are supposed to grow brighter and brighter. But it won't grow unless we change or unless we allow better things to happen in how we worship and how we treat people and how we do ministry. And so what I submit to you is that we believe that our preaching the gospel to the aborigines and to villages in Africa and to, you know, mountainous um, cultures and terrains in faraway lands is bringing us closer to the return of Christ. But we have strangers downtown in the city where you live or in the next city or in the next state. But we have people who are 
homeless that we see them and we look the other way. We see them and we look the other way. We see them and we look the other way. We have kids going to inner city schools. We see them, but we do things for our kids in the night schools. And I understand everybody has an assignment, but at some point in time, either we need to do one or two things, either we need to stop looking the other way and allowing the racial divide to continue on our jobs, in our homes, in our schools, in our places of worship, or we need to acknowledge that we've been wrong. And if we're not equipped to do it, because not everybody's equipped to do everything, we need to change our missions accounts. <laughs> we need to change our giving. We need to change who we support and add the people who are doing that work that we're not doing in the inner cities for the homeless, for the schools in the lower socioeconomic school districts. We need to stop allowing and accepting a divide for the stranger, the person who doesn't look like us. Maybe they have dark skin. Maybe they speak another language. Their hair is different. Their culture is different. The way they communicate is different. The stranger. We need to begin to treat them righteously. And if we can't do it, we need to support those ministries who are doing it. That is one of the reasons why we are here, giving a message of the gospel in a way that we can reach younger people, where we can reach what's known as, you know, the pop culture, where we can reach what's known as the hip hop culture. Why? Because that's that's our culture. We speak that language. We grew up in those neighborhoods. We understand what they're dealing with. And it is important. Um, we're not against anybody else who may not be doing it unless you don't want us to do our mission. Um, and I don't think that's the case. I think actually there are a lot of people whose eyes have been open, even in this, just this few minutes of hearing what I'm saying. And you know, I'm telling the truth and you are glad we are here. Why? Because we are a part of the great commission and we do need to preach the gospel to those communities. So we're here bringing Christ to the culture and the culture to Christ. We are excited about our call, our mission, and our assignment. We are working alongside you, even as you have another assignment. We are just looking for your support as we do ours. And so, yes, we're going to be putting out messages to help bring godliness and, and break down godly principles and break down the Bible and break down how you can live successfully as a family, as a business person, you know, as a mother, as a father, how you can be outstanding as a young person. And we're going to minister it in a Bible based uh, standpoint from a Bible based standpoint and in a language that they and that we can understand and to put into practice. So we are excited about this podcast. We're going all out because what people hear matters. What people see matters. If it didn't, we wouldn't have Coca-Cola 
and Nike. I enjoy both of them. Uh, doing million dollar ads at the Super Bowl if it didn't matter what people saw and what people hear. So we're bringing the gospel so people can see that. We're bringing the gospel so people can hear that and hear it in the language of their vernacular. So we're excited. This is why FaceTime with God podcast exists. Join us in this effort and we'll see you on the podcast.